Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Night Anchor. Hello! I am the co-host, Edie, and this is Freya. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, we're not dead, okay? We didn't die. We no, weren't killed. No. We just we just had a break for, like, six weeks. <laughs> six week break. I, I tried to upload um, the Pretty Pass thing, but today we're doing the other half of that. So, yeah. We're, we're doing, we're actually scrapping the psycho story because it got really, like, it was, like, really hard to understand anyway. Mm. I was, like, really fumbling and really tired because I hadn't slept for, like, three days oh, straight. I just had a mocha and it was real good. <laughs> my mockers are that good? Yeah. Okay. Mm. All right. Okay, let's start. Before we start the story, credit to Lucas King for his backing track, Dark Piano Liar. Story 1. The Russian Sleep Experiment. Russian researchers in the late 1940s kept five people awake for 15 days using an experimental gas-based stimulant. They were kept in a sealed environment to carefully monitor their oxygen intake so the gas didn't kill them, since it was, it was toxic in high concentrations. This was before the closed-circuit cameras, so they had only like frozen five thick five-inch thick glass porthole-sized windows into the chamber to monitor them. The chamber was stocked with books, cots to sleep in, sleep on, but no bedding, running water and, to- and toilet, and enough dried food to last all five for over a month. The test subjects were political prisoners deemed enemies of the state during World War Two. Everything was fine for the first five days. The subjects hardly complained, having their... Pa- having been promised falsely that they would be freed if they submitted to the test and did not sleep for over 30 days. Their conversations and activities were monitored and it was noted that they continued to talk about increasingly traumatic incidents in their past and the general tone of their conversations took on a darker aspect after the four-day mark. After five days, they started to complain about the circumstances and events that led them to where they were and started to demonstrate severe paranoia. They stopped talking to each other and began alternatively whispering to the microphones on, and, on, and the one-way mirrored portholes. Oddly, they seemed to think that that would win the trust of the experimenters by turning over their comrades, the other subjects in captivity with them. At the first, re- researchers suspected this was an effect of the gas itself. After nine days, the first of them started screaming. He ran the length of the chamber, chamber, repetitively yelling at the top of his lungs for three hours straight. He continued attempting to scream, but was only able to produce occasional squeaks. The researchers postulated that he had been had physically torn out his vocal cords. The most surprising thing about this behaviour was how the other captives re- reacted to it. Rather, or rather, didn't react to it. They continued whispering to the microphones until the second of the captives began to scream. The two, the two non-screaming captives took the books, the, took the books apart, smearing, smearing page after page with their own feces, and plastered them calmly over the glass portholes. The screaming promptly stopped. So did the whispering to the microphones. After three more days passed, the researchers checked the microphones hourly to make sure that they were working. Since they thought it impossible that no sound would, would be coming from, with three people inside, the oxygen combustion in the chamber indi- in, indicated that all three must still be alive. In fact, it was the amount of oxygen five people would consume at a very heavy level of strenuous exercise. On the morning of the, of the 14th day, the researchers did something that they say... He's <laughs> gone with it. Yeah. The researchers did something that they said would not do would would not do to get a reaction from the captives. They used the intercom inside the chamber, hoping to provoke any response from the captives. They were afraid were either dead or vegetables. <laughs> they announced, "We're opening the chamber to test the microphones. Step away from the door, lie flat on the floor, or you will be shot." Compliance will earn will. Compliance will earn one of your. Compliance will earn, of your immediate freedom.
To their surprise, they heard a single phrase in a calm voice response. We no longer want to be freed. Debate broke out among the researchers and the military forces funding the research. Unable to provoke any more response using the intercom, it was finally decided to open the chamber at midnight on the 15th day. The chamber was flushed of the stimulant gas and filled with fresh air and immediately voices from the microphones began to project. Three different voices began begging, as if pleading for the life of loved ones to turn the gas back on. The chamber was open and the soldiers sent in to retrieve the test subjects. They began to scream louder than ever, and so did the soldiers when they saw what was inside. Four of the five test subjects were still alive, although no one could rightly call, call the state that any of them were in life. The food rations the past day five had not been so much as touched. There were chunks of meat from the dead test subject thighs and chest stuffed into the drain in the centre of the chamber. Blocking the drain and allowing six inches of water to accumulate on the floor, precisely how much of the water on the floor was actually blood was never determined. All four surviving subjects also had large portions of muscle and skin torn away from their bodies. The destruction of flesh and exposed bone on their fingertips indicated that the wounds were inflicted by hand. Not with teeth, as the as the researchers intently thought. Close examination of the position and angles of the wounds indicated that most of the that most of it not at all was self-inflicted. The abdominal organs below the ribcage of all four test subjects had been removed, while the heart, lungs and diaphragm remained in place. The skin and most of the muscle to, muscles attached to the ribs had been ripped off, exposing the lungs through the ribcage. All the blood vessels and organs remained intact. They had just been taken out and laid on the floor. Fanning out around the in, in the fanning out around the room, but still, but the still living, but the still living bodies of the t of the subjects. The digestive tract of all four could be seen to be working, digesting food. It quickly became apparent that, that what they were digesting was their own flesh that they had ripped off and eaten over the course of the days. Most of the soldiers were, most of the soldiers were Russian special operatives and faculty, but they still rem but still many refused to return to the chamber to remove the subjects. They continued to scream and be left in the chamber and alternatively beg and demand that the gas be turned back on, lest they fall asleep. To everyone's surprise, the test subjects put on a fierce fight on in the progress. And, and the process of being removed from the chamber. One of the Russian soldiers died from having his throat ripped out, another was gravely injured by having his testicles ripped off, and an artery in his leg severed by one of the subject's teeth. Jesus. Another five of the soldiers lost their lives, if you count the one that committed suicide in weeks following the incident. In the struggle, one of the four living subjects had his spleen ruptured, and he bled out almost immediately. The medical researchers attempted to sedate him, but he, this proved impossible. He was injected with more than more than ten times with a human dose of morphine, and still fought like a like a cornered animal, breaking the ribs and arm of one doctor. Then hurt when his heart was seen to beat for a full two minutes after he had bled out to the point where there was no more air in his vascular system. There was no air in his vascular system. There was no more air in his vascular system than blood. Even after it stopped, he continued to scream and flail for another three minutes, struggling to attack anyone in his reach, just, just repeating the word more over and over, weaker and weaker, until he finally fell silent. The surviving three tusks Test subjects were heavily restrained and moved into a me medical facility. The two with intact vocal cords, constantly begging for the gas, demanding to be kept awake. The most injured of the three was taken to, to the only surgical operating room the faculty had. The process of pre preparing the subject to have his organs placed back within his body, it was found that he was effectively immune to the sedat sedative that they had given him to prepare for his surgery. He fought furiously against the restraints that, when the anaesthetic gas was brought out, um, put under, uh, out to put him under. He 
He managed to tear most of his way through a four-inch wide leather strap on his wrist, even though he, the weight of a 20-pound soldier was holding a... 200-pound soldier was holding <laughs> that wrist as well. It only took a little more anaesthetic than normal to put him under, and the instant his eyelids flooded closed, his heart stopped. The autopsy of the test subject that died on the operating table. It was found that his blood was tripled the normal level of oxygen. His muscles were still intact, still attached attached to his skeleton, were badly torn. He had broken nine bones in the struggle not to be subdued. Most of them were, were from the force of his own muscles had exerted on them. The second survivor had been the first of the group to... to uh, the second survivor had been the first of the group of five to start screaming. His vocal cords destroyed. He was unable to beg or object to surgery. He only he only reacted by shaking his head violently in disapproval when the anesthetic gas was brought near him. He shook his head yes when someone suggested reluctantly that they try surgery without anesthetic and did not react for an, for a, he did not react for the entire nine-hour procedure of replacing his abdominal organs and attempting to cover them with his remained skin. The surgeon presenting, the surgeon presenting sta stated re repetitively, repetitively that it should be medically possible for the patient to still be alive. One terrified nurse, nurse assisting the surgery stated that she, she had seen the patient's mouth curl into a smile several times whenever his eyes met hers. When the surgery ended, the subject looked at the surgeon and began to wheeze loudly, attempting to talk while struggling. Assuming, assuming this must be something of a drastic importance, the surgeon had a pen and fetched, and had a pen and pa pad fetched, so the patient could 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 write his message. It was simple: keep cutting. The other two sub test subjects were given the same surgery, both without anaesthetic as well. Although they, had, although they had been jet injected with a paralytic for the duration of the operation, the surgeon found it impossible to perform the operation while his parents, while the patients laughed constantly. Once paralyzed, the subjects, subjects, the subjects could only follow the attending researchers with their eyes. The paralytic cleared their system, and in an abnormal, an abnormally short period of time, they were soon trying to escape their bonds. The moment they could speak, they were, they were asking for the stimulant gas. The researchers tried asking why they had injured themselves, why they had ripped out their own guts, and why they wanted to be given gas again. The only response was the only response given was "I must remain awake." All the subjects, restraint, um, all three subjects' restraints were reinforced, and they were placed back into the chamber, awaiting the. Um, awaiting determination as to what should be done with them. The researchers facing the wrath of their military benefactors for having failed at the started goals for their project considered unauthorizing the sev <laughs> unauthorizing the severing obje objects. The commanding officer, a former KGB agent. Um, if you're wondering why there's a weird sound right now, it's because I'm doing a skull embroidery for Brie. Yes, skulls. Yes. I'm sorry, I'm stumbling up a bit, but I'm going to keep on going. Because we're not redoing this. Yes. A former, KB, a former KGB agent instead saw, instead saw potential and wanted to see what would happen if they were put back on the gas. The researchers strong, strongly ejected, but were overruled. In preparation for being sealed in the chamber again, the subjects were con connected to an EEG monitor and had their restraints padded for, for long-term confinement. To everyone's surprise, all three stopped struggling the mo moment it, it was let slip that they were going to go, go back on the gas. It was obvious that at this point, all three were putting up a great struggle to stay awake. One of the subjects that could speak was humming loudly and constantly. The mute subject was straining his legs against the leather bonds with all his might. First left, then right, then left again. For something to focus on. It's been outside. <laughs> the remaining subject was holding his head 
off his pillow and blinking rapidly, having been the first wide for EEG. Most of the researchers were monitoring his brain waves in surprise. They were normal, most of them, but sometimes flatlined unexpectedly. It looked as if he, as if he were repeatedly suffering from brain death before returning to normal. As they, fo- as they focused on paper scrolling out of the brainwave monitor, only one nurse saw his eyes slip shut. At the same moment, his head on the, hit the pillow. His brainwaves, his brainwaves Im- immediately changed to that of deep sleep, then flatlined for the first time, for the last time as his heart sim- simultaneously stopped. This is the last bit before we move on to our next story. Enjoy. Mm -hmm. The only remaining subject that could speak started screaming. To be sealed in in now, his brainwaves showed the same flat lines as the one who'd just died from falling asleep. The commander gave the order to seal the chamber with both subjects inside, as well as three researchers. One of one of the named three immediately drew his gun and shot the commander point blank between the eyes, then turned the gun on the mute subject and blew his brains out as well. He pointed the gun at the remaining subject, still restrained to the bed, reminding remaining the, as the remaining members of the medical team re, re, and research team filled the room. I won't be locked in there with these things. Not with you, he screamed at the man, strapped to the table. What are you, he demanded. I must know. The subject smiled. Have you forgotten so easily? The subject asked. We are you. We are the madness that lurked within you, begging to, begging to be free at every moment in your deepest animal mind. We are what, what you hide from, your, from in your beds every night. We are what you sedate into silence and paralysis when you go, to, when you go into the nocturnal heaven. We cannot tread. The researcher paused. Then that then aimed at the subject's heart and fired. The EEG flat, flatlined as the subject weakly choked out. So nearly free. Hello. Eddie, what did you actually think of that story? Hmm? What did you actually think of that story? That was cool. Yeah? That's good right there. Eddie's going to hypnotize me now. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna video this as well. Mm-hmm. She's gonna listen to an explanation from Mr. Beast or whatever the hell she's watching. So, we'll contact you after she's finished hypnotizing me. So, Edie's looking up step by step hypnosis, and apparently, I'm supposed to relax. <laughs> so, I'm relaxing. She's gonna chill. It does just not look like a relaxing pose. You're it's just like, oh, <laughs> but I'm relaxed. This is my relaxing pose. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm like, this is how I This see. is Wikipedia. I don't know about this. You give Wikipedia a try. Wikipedia isn't always like. What does it say? What's. To prepare. Okay. Find someone who wants to be hit. Yeah, you want to be hit. I want to be hit. It's not very difficult to. Just read it out for the people at home. Find someone who wants to be hypnotized. It's not very difficult to hypnotize someone who doesn't want it. If you are a beginner hypnotist, then great. Hypnotist. Then, then hypnotist. Then great. It is what everyone wants. Find a willing partner who wants to be hypnotized and is willing to be patient and relaxed to, for the best results. Do not hypnotize someone with a history of mental or psychotic disorders. I don't have a mental disorder. I'm autistic. That's a different thing. <laughs> yeah. As this can lead to an unintended and dangerous consequence. I'm not... That's, that's not going to change anything. Disorder. Choose a quiet, comfortable room. You want your Wait, is it a mental disorder? No. I don't know. Wait, can we look it up? I think that's... I'm a- looking it up. Okay. I'm sure you nothing bad will happen to you, but sure. I doubt it, anything bad will happen. Um. Is yeah, we're just going to video it anyway. Why are we putting... Why are we putting this on the other episode? Because it because it's an interval between the two stories. Because mm. no is one wants gonna to be... This is going to be really long, whatever. I don't know. Uh, a mental... Um, mental disorder. Disorder. Uh, you better not laugh. It's called autism spectrum disorder. 
I feel like it'll be okay. I doubt that anything bad will happen. You're not, like, the most autistic. Like, I'm not very autistic. No. I'm, but you are a bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a disorder. Well, it's a disorder, but it's not a mental disorder. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. <laughs> Please, really... no one, no one be, make fun of me. It'll be me. Okay, I don't, I don't know if this is working, but if, if, it, if it, this doesn't work, I'll try another one. Then we'll try some more challenges. I'll shut the door, so it's, all right. it's more like, you know, we're not allowed to listen to any noise. Huh? We're not allowed to listen to any noise. Okay, see, we're see. Okay, it's still recording. Okay. So what, what? Choose a quiet, comfortable room. You want your participant to feel safe and free from distraction. Yeah, this is comfortable. Do you want to lean on this on your back? I have Doctor Who pillows, that's better. Uh Uh-huh. Is that comfortable? Yeah, I could do with another one. Okay. More Doctor Who pillows. (laughs) This is my favourite room of the house. Because it's my bedroom. (laughs) Choose a quiet, comfortable room. You want your participant to... Participant to feel safe and free from distraction. There should only be dim lights in the room. It needs to be clean. <laughs> My room's pretty clean. Uh, you could say that. We could clean it up a bit. I mean, Use it. I'm just gonna stuff everything in the drawers. Oi, okay. I gave you that graphic novel and it's not it's indestructible. So. It's fine. Better be careful with it. <laughs> it is. I'm being careful with it, Edie. Because we got it, like, on price because we were, like, members of the bookshop. I think. Should I just close my eyes that I won't know if it's clean or not? It doesn't really matter. I think you're used to this sort of thing. Dim lights. KK. Okay, okay. I, I, just... I need to shut the door. It just said dim lights. That's not right. Dim lights. Okay. Okay. Um, there should only be dim lights in the room. It needs to be clean. Have them sit in a comfy chair and remove any potential... <laughs> Not really in a chair. Any potential what? Any potential distractions like TVs or other people. Of me. I'm just kidding. Turn off all cell phones and music Staring or any devices that could cause noise. Close the windows if there is noise outside. Alright. No, there you go. Okay. Let me just... I'm going to make it a little darker. Close the windows and let other people... You live with them. No, they shouldn't bother you until you come out. Well, I don't think anyone will come and knock on the door and say hello. Because yeah, I think we're, we're, po- we're podcasting. Let them know what to expect from hypnosis. Most people have wildly inaccurate ideas of hypnosis from the movies and TV and reality. It is most a relax and... Okay, I'm kind of too lazy to read this one. It's a... It's a relaxation technique. That helps people gain clarity or problems or issues in the subconsciousness. We actually enter state hypnosis all the time in daydreams when absorbs in musical movies or when spacing out with real Whatever, hypnosis. do the... You are not thing. asleep or unconscious ever. You are under a spell. Unresponsive. I don't... Let's go. Okay, this is actually like the starting bit. <laughs> so what am I supposed to do? I'm making a low, soothing voice. <laughs> no, you're gonna laugh. Okay, I'm sorry. Is there any rule that says you're not allowed to laugh? It's gonna be so hard not to laugh. Well, we'll do it. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll try. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll just read another thing. What do you have to do? <laughs> I feel like people are going to find this hilarious. Imagine you were trying to calm down a frightened or worrying person. Like the voice. Do I have to close my eyes? Um, yeah, probably. Wait, one sec. I wonder what it's like to be hypnotized, though. How did you do it with Flora? I think I did it with, like... I think... I feel like she was faking, but... I did it with this other one and it didn't really work. So. Okay, let's try but I don't know. Let's try, let's try. <sighs> Let my words wash over you and take the suggestions as you desire them. Everything here is safe, calm and peaceful. Let yourself sink into the couch as you relax deeply. <laughs> 
<laughs> you just ruined it. <laughs> I can't see it, but this is hilarious. Can you describe it to them? Basically, her head is on the thing of the couch, and the rest of her body is just across it. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm lying down. Okay, can you see? I don't want to. Oh, is that... This is comfortable. Okay. I like it. <laughs> Shut your eyes. Okay. Let my words wash over you, and take the suggestion as you desire them. Everything here is safe, calm, and peaceful. Let yourself sink into the couch as you relax deeply. Your eyes may feel heavy and want to close. Let your body sink naturally down as your muscles relax. Listen to your body and my voice as you begin to feel calm. You are in a complete control of this time. You will only accept those suggestions which are for your benefit and that you are willing to accept. Breathe in deeply, now filling your chest and lungs. Slowly let the air out of your chest completely. Oh my god! <laughs> Stop laughing! Okay, okay, okay. So what am I doing? Can we start again? <laughs> my hair is on. Can we start again? Can you not laugh? It's hard. You like breathe in deeply and let everything out. I'm like. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm calm. Sorry, like I kind of out of breath. <laughs> I'm recommending. Sorry! This probably won't work. We'll try it though. Okay, well, we'll try another one after that, actually, man. But... And I'll try it. You can try doing it with me. Let my words wash over you and take the suggestions as you desire them. Stop. Everything here is safe, calm, and peaceful. Peaceful. <sighs> Let yourself sink into the couch as you relax deeply. Your eyes may feel heavy and you want to close. Let your body sink naturally down as your muscles relax. Am I allowed to close my eyes? Listen to your body and my voice as you begin to feel calm. You are in complete control of this time. You will only accept those suggestions which are for your benefit and that you are willing to accept. Breathe in deeply now, filling your chest and lungs. Slowly let the air out of your chest, completely emptying your lungs. Trying to do it to me. Okay. It's still recording. Woo! I'm sorry, this is hilarious, man. Oh, you suck. I'm sorry, it's too hard. Too hard, man. Okay. Okay. If you laugh, then I'm gonna laugh. I'm, I'm completely closing the blinds, okay? No, 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 don't do that. I like the light. I'm just gonna go like a little. After this, we'll do the devil's thing again. Okay. Let my words wash over you and take these suggestions as you desire them. Everything here is safe, calm and peaceful. Let yourself sink into the couch and or chair as you relax deeply. Your eyes may feel heavy and you might want to close them. Let your body sink naturally down as your muscles relax. Listen to your, listen to your body and my voice as you begin to feel calm. You are in complete control of this time. You will only accept those suggestions which are for your benefit and you are willing to accept. Focus on getting oxygen to the brain. Breathe deeply in and out. In and out. 
in and up. I would like you to pay attention to your feet. In and out. Try and focus in uh, this. Try and focus on the space right between your eyebrows. Let your eyes and eyelids relax, growing heavy. Relax your toes. Relax your the bridge of your feet, relax your heels, relax your lower leg, relax your kneecaps, relax your thighs, relax your hips, relax your stomach, relax your chest, relax your shoulders, relax your upper arm, Relax your forearm, relax your thumb, relax your pointer finger, relax your middle finger, relax your pinky finger, relax your ring finger. Now do the same on the other arm. Relax your forearm, relax your upper arm, relax your thumb. Relax your pointer finger, relax your middle finger, relax your ring finger, relax your relax your pinky finger. Relax your feet and ankles. Feel the muscles muscles tighten and loosen in your feet as if they quite require no effort to maintain. When you feel your eyelids getting heavy, let them drift and fall. You're letting yourself dip, slip deeper and deeper into a calm and peaceful trance. You can feel yourself relaxing now. You can feel a heavy relaxing feeling coming over you. And as I continue to talk, that heavy feel, relaxing feeling will get stronger and stronger until it carries you into a deep, peaceful state of relaxation. Breathe in and out. Breathe in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. Sinking down and shutting down, sinking down and shutting down, sinking down and shutting down completely, shutting down completely. Every word I utter is putting you faster and deeper, and faster and deeper into a calm and peaceful state of relaxation relaxation. Every word that I utter is putting you into a faster and deeper state of calm and peaceful relaxation. And the deeper you go, the deeper you go, you are able to go. And the deeper you go, the deeper you want to go. And the more enjoyable the experience becomes. Within and out. Now I'm going to do something that's called walking down the hypnotic staircase. Take your first step down and you'll feel yourself sink deeper into relaxation. Take another step We're gonna try this one more time, and if Edie actually gets, if, if Edie actually gets hypnotized, video me if I get hypnotized. I will. I'll video her. I can't. <laughs> you just don't do a weird accent. I wasn't doing a weird <laughs> accent. try hypnotizing me one more time and then we are going to and then you're hypnotizing me you're gonna try and hypnotize me you have to watch the video though okay and we're, we're still gonna play some like, like i just really game. i just really want to do one more story and then we'll play the devil's devil's game yeah then we'll do a short one thing. okay okay let's go
Where, where do I sit? Where do you want me to you sit? You just lie down. Lie down? Wait, like lie, sit little up. Weird. Sit up. I'm sitting up. <laughs> but like, put your legs out. Okay. Okay. What? You're gonna laugh, aren't you? I'll try not to. Fair. Am I allowed to smile? Is there anything wrong with smiling? No, but it's probably better if you just... <laughs> I swear. Okay. So. Yeah? <laughs> you can try me after. Okay. Stare at this part right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's too funny! Okay, just get in a comfortable position. And feel your body sink into the couch. <laughs> the couch. It's not bed. <laughs> nah, I can't do this now. Okay, you do it to me. Do it to me then. Watch the video. No, I don't want to. Oh, please. We'll do the devil's game. No, I want to do that. What if we do, um... Can you try and hypnotise me? What if we do, um... Try and hypnotise me, please. Fine. Okay. Just watch the video, though. Okay, I'll go watch the video. You talk to the talk to the podcast for me, man. Okay. Thanks. Hello, guys. It's one on one with the co-host Edie. I'm sorry. This is such a long podcast. It's probably like almost an hour. I don't know. But um, out. Um, we we might do. I hope we actually. I hope I'll get hypnotized. And I'll tell Freya that if I do, then she better video me. I just took off my iPad screen, the usual. That's not normal, anyway. Um, I hope that I can do this. Okay, this is really awkward, because, like, she has to watch the video. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to do some ASMR. <laughs> She's a little sticky shape, she's so cute. Ha 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 ha, We're gonna try yeah. Sandman. Yeah, which is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Edie's being the dead person. <laughs> Does anyone know what Sandman is? I'll read it. I'll read the. I'll read. I'll read the. I'll read the instructions. Just let me quickly. Baby, would you come my way? Sorry. That song is annoying. Let me just look up. <laughs> what are we looking for? Um, Mr. Sandman, take me away. Let me do this or something. Do I like? Do do my are my eyes meant to be shut? You can close your eyes if you want to. I don't think there's Sandman. Uh, 
Okay, so you tell someone about the about the body being filled with sand. Um, yeah. I can hear One people. person lies on the on their back. Oh. It said face down, face down, face down. Like, oh. Lies face on. It, I'll down. laugh if you. It sounds uncomfortable. Okay, lie lie on the back. Everyone sits in a circle around them. That's only me. You tell the person to close their eyes and relax. Then you tell them a scary story about their, how they died. And don't make it too scary. That will be spooked. And, and then they were cut open and filled with sand. You can make up your own story about story it. about, and it be as elaborate and scary as possible. Tell the person to concentrate on on only the story. Whenever you're talking about a body part in the story, touch uh, touch the arm, leg, or stomach. You run your finger lightly up up and down the person's body part. That's a bit kinky. <laughs> it's fine, man. <laughs> Uh, tell the person to open their eyes and get up when they feel up when they stand up when they try to stand up they all feel very heavy as if their body is filled with sand oh that's cool hopefully I'll feel with sand you have to video me though alright okay I'll video okay we're videoing okay are you videoing yet? yeah look give me a sec I just gotta I'm gonna stand on the side, sit on the side where I feel uncomfortable. Um, I hope this actually works. We should just make a podcast for like scary things. Alright. So we can't really video it. Have you, have you, oh, BTW, if you have, um, YouTube, go follow Nikki, um, go actually subscribe to Nikki Edie on YouTube. Yeah. Because they have a YouTube channel. It's called, um... The same thing. Something Nick scary. No, it's called, I think it's called Nick and Edie. Okay, whatever. Uh, I don't uh, know, whatever it is. Camera. Yeah, they're really amazing. Alright, we're videoing. Some inspiration. Alright, close your eyes. Are you video- Hi. Close your eyes, man. Best friend. My close eyes. your eyes. <sighs> okay. Once there was a mother who had a young daughter... Close your eyes. <laughs> Close your eyes, man. Do you, I'm gonna put a mask on you. No! <laughs> 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 you just crawling over me, weirdo. Oh, I have a kitty mask. Put the mask on, man. I'm about to put this on. Do I look chic? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. You were wounded. Your stomach. Put your arms down. Can I at least put this hand on my arm? Okay. I don't want to. Okay. You were wounded severely. You bled out. You were taken to the hospital. The leg that was wounded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I'm gonna try this one more time. You they were... can't even take each other seriously. <laughs> you were wounded. You were bleeding out. You went to the hospital. They cut up your leg and filled it with sand. Then your other leg. Then your cheeks. <laughs> it's actually kind of working. They took out your kneecaps. <laughs> filled them with sand as well. Everyone was so, so distraught. They, they cut your whole body open and filled it with sand. With sand. <laughs> oh god, I can't move. They scalped you, pulled your brain out, and stuck rocks inside your head. Your parents didn't even know. And then the inside of your arms, and all your fingers. They didn't even know. They didn't even know. It was part of an experiment, you see. They were gonna see if you could survive with sand in all your limbs and all your joints 
rocks in your fingers and your brain. Your brain was made out of rocks. <laughs> Send you to the hospital in an ambulance. Why did I believe that? You tell me that. You got shot. Oh, ouchie. In the school shooting, you got shot. Oh. They sliced up your legs, filled your leg up with sand, and put a stone in your kneecap. They removed the kneecap first, obviously. <laughs> well, what do you think? They sliced up your ankles and left them there. But then cut all along your foot and filled it with sand. And then your arms. All your fingers and all your joints were replaced with rocks. Along your stomach. They pulled out all your organs. Sliced them up. Fed them to the pigs. (laughs) I feel really heavy so just keep going. Then they put... They put... This this tube was full of rocks and sand, and they wove it up inside you, and then filled the rest of your body with sand. They cut open your neck, they scalped you, they filled your brain with sand. Your nasal cavity was pouring sand. Your parents didn't even know. We didn't know. We didn't know until we found your body. There was some sick stuff going on. We missed you so much. We just wanted you to be back. And they can't, they can't open your other arm as well. Okay, you can open your eyes and stand up. You can stand up. in your joints you can't move your fingers oh. but they put rocks in your joints oh thanks i can't move my front hand and they sliced up in your hand too so it was a gruesome sight man like every part of your body was cut open and sewn up want some help? I can my butt. <laughs> they sliced open your butt as well. Filled <laughs> it with sand. They put... <laughs> they put dirt in there as well. <laughs> I mean... Listen. <laughs> How come my mouth's moving in? Because they didn't put any... Well, they did actually. They filled your whole... Your whole mouth. <laughs> With sand. <laughs> You're faking this, Eve. <laughs> I can talk. Yeah. But literally, I feel like I've brought out here. Do you want some help? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> you okay? Oh, that's actually really weird. Oh, my God. That was weird, man. Oh. I want you to try me. Try me! Yeah. Wait, if I step... Whoa, I feel... Oh. What? <laughs> Freaking hell, you scared me, man. We're doing, we're doing a paranormal. Whoa, <laughs> would you need some help? I feel really heavy. <laughs> I, I, I'll try... <laughs> Sorry. It's okay, man. Oh, I actually feel really heavy in my butt. <laughs> Are you okay? Oh. Oh. Alright. Okay, do you want to do me now? Oh, See if it better. like works. Don't touch me wanna... here though. Ew! What the hell? Please. Wait, I kind of want to see that video. I'm really ticklish though. Can I see that video? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. We'll do in the next segment in a sec.
I'll delete. There was like so many. It was 23 minutes. Alright, okay, so we're gonna do light as a feather, stiff as a board. Help you life your friend and repeat. To help you life your friend? <laughs> I'll just say that. Bring back to life. To help me bring my friend back to life. Okay. Okay. Alright. We're gonna pretend to be dead, because I am the one who has to pretend to be dead. Because I'm the You are one. dead, shush. <laughs> I am dead. <laughs> I'm just already dead. I'm already dead. Okay, go dead. lie down, please. I'm already lie dead. Down. <laughs> what do I say? What do I say? Spritz, please help me to um, bring Ray back to life. Yeah, to bring my friend back to life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Feels so weird. Don't. Okay. Okay. I want the pillow. Okay, move. Spirits, please help my best friend come back to life. Light as a feather. Stiff as a board. Light as a feather. <laughs> stiff as a board. Light as a feather. Light as a feather. Stiff as a board. Light as a feather. Stiff as a board. Light as a feather. Stiff as a board. Light as a feather. What? Oh, you moved. It was freaky. Oh my god. What do you mean I moved? You were starting to move upwards. I was like, no. <laughs> I thought you were going to move upwards. Sorry. Yeah, that didn't work. No, I don't think it'll ever work. Nah. Doesn't work. Oh, that didn't even capture me, so I'm I'm good. Good. Okay. Doesn't work. Let's try another one. Hey, uh, we're just gonna try the double challenge now, and then we will do a story. So do not fear. Yes, we are here. Yes. All right, Edie. We need to like go. I'll do it first. I'll do it first. What do you do? I'll show you what you do. So you just describe what I'm doing for the audience. What she's doing is she's going against the door frame. There's like a door frame. So there's a door frame. Basically, she's like facing the door, but not because the and door's she out. She has a wrist on it, and she's pulling against the two pushing. sides. Pushing against the two sides of the door frame. How long do you have to do it for? A minute. Okay, okay. we have to wait for a minute. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, how about I do it? Yeah, my arms are sore, man. Whoa. Whoa, I think it's working. Devil's got my arms. Like, seriously, Devil has got my arms. <laughs> I doubt it. I know, but like, it's still cool. It's not really like a scary game, it's just like science. We did like the red book challenge last night, and I was like a normal book, and it was like, it was actually really fun. <laughs> but still. You okay? Why are you staring at me like that, Edie? Oh, I, I'm zoning out. Sorry. Mm, mm. See, it's weird, right? <laughs> like, our arms just both lifted up. You okay, we're going to do a story now, guys. Okay. Yeah. Before I start the story, we'd like to say thank you to Lucas King for providing us with the soundtrack. Um, Dark Piano, The Tall Man. First, we're reading a story called, um, it's called Dead and Gone, written by Marky Anderson, a.k.a. Nosfar Marky. I'm so sorry if I stutter on this, it's just, I'm not very good with reading out loud. Did I stutter? Did I stutter? It had been six months since the accident. I remember because Elizabeth was helping me sign my name in our daughter Jenny's birthday card. Slowly she guided by hand, helping me create some legible signature rather than the scribbles of a child in kindergarten. The best that I was able to manage with such little practice. It seemed that when one loses a limb, it's quite likely to be the dominant one. For me, it was my right. I was concentrating on my writing, trying not to make her do too much of the work. When I felt it, I hadn't noticed the phantom feeling of my elbow resting on the table beside me. By this point, I had almost gotten used to it, though. Although, the pain would sometimes still wake me. It was brief, but enough to startle me and cause my hand, still holding the pen, to jump and effectively turn my name into scribbles despite my worst best efforts. Efforts. <laughs> it was gentle, but cold. Too cold. Less than ice, and more like the feeling of a deep cut when the insides of a body part are suddenly exposed to the outside elements that they were never supposed to meet. 
When Elizabeth asked, I shrugged it off, telling her it was an unexpected pain in the hand that was convinced it was clenched. Even though it didn't exist at the moment, I almost believed what was happening myself. The next time it woke me, I was asleep on my stomach, with my phantom arm dangling off the bed. I've slept, I've slept like that as long as I can remember. And when I first felt it, I thought that my hand had fallen asleep and caused the, the pins and needles sensation that I had often felt. When I tried to open and close my hand, I awoke, remembering in a, in a sleepy haze that I didn't have a hand to open. Yet the cold feeling still remained. This time it stayed, while I and I could make out the distinct feeling of the fingers on my skin. I tried to shake my hand, but couldn't. I pushed down with my left hand and shifted to roll onto my back. Yet, yet the feeling remained, still as defined, and I wondered how long this individual hand had held me. I shook my wife awake and explained, but she was convinced but she was convinced that I simply it was simply a part of the process. She held me and talked to me in a cooling, comforting voice until one by one the fingers lifted, releasing me from the torture of the cold. Feeling it remained it feeling it reminded me of the accident. There was a blizzard. And Elizabeth was, dri was driving. As a truck approached, the car slid. She tried. She tried. Like hell to control it. But it seemed to have a mind of its own. I grabbed, I grabbed the wheel, spinning the car until it came to a stop. When the truck hit us, my arm was mostly severed. At the time of the impact, my, but my wife and daughter were fine. The feeling of blood escaping you chills you to the bone. And that was exactly what the feeling was in the creature's grasp. For months it happened with no warning no, or reason. The doctor said it was just a phantom limb. But that was to be expected. No one understood that something was wrong. Sometimes it would be last day sometimes it would last days at a time. And those were days where I would stay in bed watching TV, trying not to focus on the hand around my wrist trying not to think of the thing that was holding me. Sometimes its grip would loosen and only tighten again. As if the hand didn't exist. If it, as if the hand that didn't exist was sore from holding my hand that didn't exist for so long. Then one day it stopped, for a month or so. Nothing happened at all. I had gone from living with, unknown, with an unknown entity at my side every day to finally being free. We lived it up during that time. We went everywhere, from the Grand Canyon to Disney World. It had been forever since we had the opportunity to spend time with the family again. And we, and we enjoyed every moment we had, grateful to have suffered only a small loss to our family. We had opened the, the cafe again, and my wife was doing what she loved. My daughter and I were at the cafe. It was closing time. She and I sat at the table outside while Elizabeth closed the register, chatting about the upcoming middle school dance. My wife joined us and unlocked the doors. Want to come with me? She asked, patting my patting the bag of money on her on in her hand, avoiding a deposit at the bank across the street. Jenny jumped up, eager no doubt, to get one of the the suckers from the candy dish that that I <laughs> that the bank kept in at its counter. I'll warm up the truck, I said, fishing my keys out of my pocket. My wife nodded in approval and walked, walked me to the truck, kissing me on the cheek, though without the, through the window after I entered, and again on the glass after I rolled it up. They headed down the length of the, of the road, heading straight for my wife and daughter. I screamed their name and threw the door open. When the hand that wasn't there suddenly jerked to the opposing side of the truck, holding me in place. As I kicked and screamed, the kiss on the glass of the window was left there. It was the last I ever got, and the hand never let go again.
Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Night Anchor. And Woo. hopefully your days won't be haunted. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>